Mad Town's 93.1 Jams. DJ Fusion here with Martinez White. Black History Month is not just February. It's every month. And I'm really excited to sit down today with a fellow DJ, uh, author, a wealth advisor, iconic person here in our community. Martinez, how you doing, bro? Hey, what's going on, boss, man? It's good to see you, bro. I love this, man. February, Black History Month. This is a great time to, to come together, celebrate some culture, maybe expand some people's minds on history. Oh, yeah. No, this is a powerful part of the year. We know that Black History is 365, but specifically in this month, we get an opportunity to highlight and underscore some of the achievements and some of the uh, cultural contributions of Black folks in this country. You know, it, it all always for me is something that I always look forward to every year. You have an amazing story yourself. You you graduated from the University of Madison, Wisconsin. So you were like 16 when you started attending UW Madison? Yep, I got admitted as a teenager as a chancellor scholar. So I was a people program scholar which introduced me to Madison because I'm originally from Milwaukee, but then I got a chance to become a chancellor scholar, which is the highest level of academic scholarship that you can achieve at the university where, you know, I had support with my education, with my books and with my food and my, you know, room and board. You graduated from the University of Wisconsin and went on to go into career investments and wealth management. And you've done some really amazing things advocating for people and helping people understand how to make their money work for them. And as well as set yourself up for generational wealth. Like it's an amazing cause. And you've been able to spin that into your own book, setting yourself up for generational wealth and leading by example. We talked about Dr. King and one of Dr. King's fourth pillar of support for the black community wasn't just voting rights, social and civil rights. It was economic inclusion and financial justice. When we're looking at the work of Dr. King, the work of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, all of which I've bestowed my energy towards I'm working in that same realm of completing the dream of Dr. King and completing Dr. King's dream is going to entail black folks to have financial palpability and financial, you know, ascendance in this black, you know, American culture It's 40 million black people in this country. And we participate in culture. We've created a lot of original artwork. Jazz music is America's one of America's only original art forms. And we created that. We want to participate economically in this country and this uh, capitalistic structure that we live in. And if, if we can really work towards pushing the culture for the next 400 years, we know where we've been the last 400. What are the next 400 going to look like, we can really reposition ourselves and push ourselves to complete the, uh, the dream of Dr. King himself. The next 400 dream conclave, you got the image in your background here. This is another Black History Month project that you're doing. The next 400 conclave is about healing ourselves and revealing our wealth. It's about remixing the future of Black life in America. What does it mean for us to live in this context and coexist and also not just survive in America, but thrive in America. How can we look at four different pillars? How can we look at family, focus, finance, and philanthropy? How can we look at those things? How can we re-envision what it looks like and remix what it looks like for us to be successful in those different realms and those pillars of support? So, you know, in the Black family, how can we overcome any type of ism that affects our family? How can we look towards finance and create some sort of intergenerational wealth for ourselves and our family. Me as a father of a five-year-old, it's my job to leave him with more than what I came in with. How can we focus on and put our energy towards mindfulness and focus and be living in a healthier existence? What can we do to learn how to meditate? What can we do to 
draw some of the ancestral power that we have for the folks that have come before us, how can we use that to position ourselves in a more peaceful state in terms of owning our own image and our likeness and owning our own culture in this American context? And then finally, philanthropy, what can we do for ourselves? Self-philanthropy, because a lot of, you know, Black folks, we are just by nature and by culture. I lived in Africa. I lived in Kenya for six months. And I learned just even living in that context, living in Mombasa, Kenya, doing, you know, HIV testing at Alicia Keys Bomo Medical Clinic in the Chamgamwe neighborhood of uh, Mombasa. When I was living there, I learned how given of a people we naturally are. So when I'm talking about philanthropy, our conversation is going to be more about what we can do to give to us and really build and uplift and uphold the, the torch and the light, reigniting the dream of Dr. King for the next 400 years. That's what we focus on. So if anybody wants to tune in and tap into the next 400 Dream Conclave, where do you sign up? Where do you register? Where can it be seen afterwards? Folks that want to be a part of the Dream Conclave, all you need to do to register is find us on Eventbrite, search the next 400 Dream Conclave, or you can find us right on Facebook. Search us on Facebook, Intuition Productions. You can find us at on the Intuition Produ Productions page, or you can just search us. The next 400 Dream, Dream Conclave and RSVP. I need people to key into a high frequency of faith and a wavelength of success. I need people to really believe that the law of attraction works and it's real. That's how I manifested my destiny. That's how I became, you know, a person that lived in a impoverished scenario. And I took my poverty and I used the seven steps that I write about it in my book, Think Like a DJ. And I, and I spun my poverty into prosperity. This is all possible for us as black folks in this country. This generation, this millennial and this Gen Z generation, we're focused on what we can do to add value to our historical culture and context. And this is what this conference is about. That's why it's a free conference. I'm asking folks to sign up and be a part of this discussion. And we can have, you know, some unpopular opinion discussions about what are we going to do ourselves and how are we going to position ourselves and use the resources in this country and the free market to work for us and push our culture forward. So let's get it done. Let's complete the dream of Dr. King by focusing on economic inclusion and focusing on uh, what it's going to take for us to have financial justice in this American context. It's it's a beautiful project and it it's a great segue to why we're actually sitting down here today. Seven Steps to Thinking Like a DJ, Spending Poverty into Prosperity, the book that you wrote. Real quick, give me give me that one minute rundown. Seven steps into, you know, spinning poverty into prosperity. Thinking like a DJ is uh, the realization that we are in masterful control of our fate and of our party, uh, just like a DJ is of an event. The DJ is in masterful control of the destiny of those that are, you know, dancing on this dance floor, that are filling this beach. So you know that you are, if you know that and you believe that, that creates a level of a peace of mind and allows you to start to work towards prosperity and gives you the, the realization that your hands are on the steering wheel of life. So we get rid of anxiety in this space of fear mongering and anger and just this culture of just unrest. Thinking like a DJ puts you in the driver's seat and lets you know that life is going to continue to turn like a record on a turntable, but you have to stay in masterful control of your destiny. You have to take what's been given to you and you have to partner that with the person who hired you. Just like I do, you know, as a, for the last 14 years as a DJ, I've had to, you know, marry my energy towards that of my client. And I just can't go in and you, you've been to a party where a DJ just play what they want to play. You don't get the opportunity to do that in this life. Your boss in life is God and you need to partner with God so that you can first pick your tempo and visualize where you want to be, drop your first record, feel the beat, ride the wave. You got to keep on spinning hits and dropping black residual black excellence over and over so you can fill your dance floor and get people to you know rock with you so you can ultimately rock your party. So those are the seven steps to spend your poverty into prosperity. Find me at martinezwhite.com, at DJ and White on Insta, 
Mr. More Than a DJ on Twitter. Y'all know what it is. M like money, white like the White House. Hey, I dig it. 93 on Jams, Black History Month, Community and Cultural Awareness. Sitting down with Martinez White today, author, community advocate, as well as a wealth advisor. This is deep. We're going to talk about a man named Kelly Miller. He was known as the Bard of the Potomac. He's a poet, he's a philanthropist, a social activist, a, a mathematician, and he's got a deep story. It ties back to you, Martinez. You guys are both brothers in the Alpha Pi Alpha fraternity, and you didn't know this when you first started learning about him. Right. So, hey, FIA, Alpha Phi Alpha. Some folks have seen other sororities. There's an Alpha Phi sorority. There's Alpha Pi. There's Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated is the first black fraternity that exists in this American context. And, and even globally, we are the first intercollegiate black fraternity out there. You know, been a part of the ranks of Dr. King and Thurgood Marshall and Paul Robeson and Donald Driver and uh, Frederick Douglass and brothers like Kelly Miller. Brother Miller, he's a person that really married the stories of W.E.B. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington, married those different philosophies of leadership and put them to together and focus on the best things of both worlds, not the conservatism of one, not the liberalism of the other, but how can we have symmetrical development in our culture? How can we, that was his question as a social scientist and a mathematician, Brother Miller wanted to discover what we could do on both sides of our, our development to push our culture forward. W.E.B. was interested in Black Americans ascending through education. Booker T. was mostly interested in us through uh, skill sets, trades, and vocational learning and things that are sort. He also supported education as well. They were not binaries. They did have some similarities and overlay. Brother Miller was that overlay. He was that middle. He was that middle ground. Like you may hear of a, you know, a Dr. King. You may also hear the juxtaposition of Dr. King with Malcolm X. They did have some overlay in their story. Once they found that common ground, they were brothers at, at the same table. So when we're thinking about these brothers and how they all come together, the middle ground and the philosophy of Kelly Miller really looks at both sides of the table and how we can develop symmetrically and make sure that we push our culture forward as frequently, as fast as we possibly can. That's why I look up to him. He upholds the aims of our fraternity, manly deeds, scholarship and love for all mankind. And you see that same theme in those same those same aims and those same values in Dr. King's work, manly deeds, scholarship and love for all mankind. 1863 to 1939, you know, this guy prospered in his life at, at the turn of the century. He attended Howard University, John Hopkins University. He attended a lot of different places, but then he went on to work at Howard University. It's the oldest law school in the country. And it's also the oldest historically black college in the country. Oh, uh, y'all been on Howard campus? I know how they do. That's the that's the real HU. They say Howard University, not Hampton. But I've you know I've been on both campuses, and uh, I had a chance to visit those uh, college campuses as a member of the Black Achievers at the YMCA. As a young person, you know, as a high schooler, I got a chance to go on those different campuses. Uh, Howard is lit. That's where our uh, our Vice President uh, Kamala Harris is actually you know where she received her education and where she actually joined Alpha Kappa Alpha, which is a sister sorority of Alpha Phi Alpha. The first Black soror intercollegiate uh, sorority is uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated, so, aka A Phi. Y'all know what it is. Martinez White, I really appreciate you sitting down today and, and sharing a little Black culture and history with us. For those that want to tune in, find the Seven Steps to Spin Poverty to Prosperity and Think Like a DJ. How can we tap in with Martinez White? Oh, uh, yeah. Find me on IG at DJM White on Instagram. M like money, white like the White House on Instagram. You can also listen to my 
podcast, my Think Like a DJ Mixtape podcast on all streaming platforms. We just have just released and we'll be releasing some more content from Black filmmakers, Black Hollywood filmmakers. So find me on all streaming uh, platforms, Think Like a DJ, or just go to martinezwhite.com, martinezwhite.com. M like money, white like the White House. Dreams are made to be achieved. They sure are. And you're achieving yours, Martinez. My hat's off to you. Salute, brother. 93.1 Jam is Black History Month Community and Cultural Awareness. We have an amazing podcast for this project set up at madtownjams.com backslash BHM for Black History Month. You can also watch all these video interviews or learn about over 30 different amazing Black-owned businesses in the Madison area, all sharing their story as well as a little bit of Black culture and history that you may or may not have learned about before. Thanks, Martinez. I appreciate your time, bro. Let's get it, baby.